Hi. Hello. Hi there. It's Blossom Buddies. Hello. Uh, hello. We did it again. <laughs> we did. Oops. We were having a nice natural conversation and then we started uh, podcasting. So welcome to our own personal hell. Yeah. It's our own personal not... hell being, oh, well, we still have, have 18 episodes of Blossom to get through. We have 25 minutes on the clock as we do these days. And uh, this is, this is, uh, this epi- next week's episode was significantly harder to get through. I have some good talking points on that. If you didn't know, we actually record two episodes at a time. Sorry to pull back the curtain. I'm just trying to get into podcasting Jason mode because I had a very tiring day as well. It sounded like you did. Um, but this it's episode. To, to be in podcast host mode when you're exhausted. Yeah, it's it's we're starting recording at 9 p.m. on a Tuesday on a when I don't even fucking know what day is on a Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, this and will I, probably come out on a Thursday, but maybe Friday. We'll see. Well, well no, I don't know. La- I noticed last night that something one of our shows went up on Facebook at like one o'clock in the morning last night. So I don't know if oh, that really? was the- I must have scheduled that weird. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I was wondering. I could have sworn I already shared last week's episode as well. So I wonder if wonder if the fans got a little, you know, what our, we should do. Um, we should I'm not going to pull the curtain back that far, but like, I think our podcast hosting site, I, I went with the most budget friendly one. <laughs> so like, uh, it doesn't surprise me if there's weird scheduling and uploading. that's so we could rake issues. in all the cash for ourselves and I mm-hmm. can buy amazing art. This art here paid for by Blossom, but it's not really those are birthday gifts. This is not, those both came up before we had uh, a podcast. I remember when you got the, at least uh, the Mario one. It's, it's. I don't know if I was at your party when you got the banana stand one. It's Chris Simpson's artist. If you know who he is, you know. It's a, it's a it's a poorly no, no. drawn MS Paint drawing of Mario that says it's really good to jump all the time. Also, there is also always money in the banana stand. Yeah, and and Hulk Hogan, that one you can kind of see better. It's Hulk Hogan, Macho Man's in the banana stand as Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant. Yeah, so so good. I was sitting having a good a good evening. I did some reading. I and then you had to watch Blossom. I was watching some TikToks. And then I put on this episode of Blossom and I started going through a lot of nihilism about our podcast. <laughs> um, it, it's getting to an all time low of it's not even that they ran out of ideas. I think I figured it out. They were probably doing really bad in the ratings because last season was so god awful, but still retained like... some of that blossomness. I think they were like, yeah. you know what? This is our final season or possibly our final season. We got to broaden mm-hmm. this fucker. We got to put I feel like they know it. it's the we final season. I feel like they're the running out of the clock. Yeah. Like the way we are. They're just like, we got to get through this. Like, we know we have 22 episodes uh, to make. Let's just get through it. Like, I was thinking, I started thinking about Scrubs. And like when Scrubs was reaching the end of its run, like they must have still been like very excited to come to work. They must have been yes. like, what hilarious shit has the writer's room come up Do you with? Mean what on... weird fun fantasy sequences are we going to film? What guest stars are we going to get to meet? Whereas Blossom, they must just be like, okay, like what dumb shit is the, 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 the little girl gonna do this week well what it is is they have to they can't do this whole arc of blossom and not have her graduate high school so there's probably she's gonna graduate i know but there's probably something in a contract somewhere that was like we have to show blossom's whole junior high into high school growth and if she if we just end it before she finishes high school what's the point of all of this i don't feel like that's so much a contract thing is just like 
some executives were just like, oh, just come on, just we can just just push through. Let's yeah. just complete the story arc. Like I don't think I don't feel like it was a contractual thing so much as just like some of the people behind the show were like, come on, we can do it. Maybe Don Real was just like, oh, I know like the ratings aren't so good and like the John Larroquette show is so much awesomer. But like, let's just let Blossom graduate. And the NBC execs were like, okay, one more season. Well, that said, like they, they if this if this season would have done gangbusters because they turned it into full house, you know, <laughs> maybe we would be looking watching a rebooted version of it. Maybe there would be two more seasons of it. Maybe. But, but I don't think we would terrible. be as it's, it's a dumpster fire of a show. Uh, I know. We're talking I don't about think... season five episodes five uh titled the wedding and this is uh nick and carol's wedding that this episode is about and some neighbor kid shows up some kid named frank knocks on the door at the beginning of the episode and kennedy answers and they eat fruit loops together it was written uh, by Judith so i don't know Allison. if like frank is That's like a is... pretty good callback to old episodes yeah um and that yeah, little so kid that comes in frank off the talk top about eating fruit loops yeah it's a little it's a little african-american kid and they definitely immediately talk about that oh yeah she's like you have a really good tan and he's like this is the color i am all the time and she says it looks good on you i actually wrote down um she says he has a good tan i hated that i actually wrote that down uh i mean if they if they had ended it at that it would have been the worst fucking thing ever but like they kind of redeemed themselves when she was like, oh, yeah, like, that's cool. It looks good on you. Like, just like kids not understanding different skin colors. Like, it was fine. It's true. Then we go up to Blossom's room. Blossom is uh, dreaming about getting married. She's so super stoked. Mel Gibson. <laughs> it turns out it's Mel well. Gibson. Six yeah, is surprised that it's not Keanu Reeves. Yeah. F- she's just like, oh, daddy like, complex. Oh, oh, Mel Gibson, the, the father, the father complex, the father, yeah, father figure, father figure, father wedding dream. We find out that got... Blossom is just over 17 and a half years old because she's like, uh, I just realized like, she's like, blah, blah, blah. Like, isn't it more realistic for the daughter who's almost 20 to get married than for the dad? And Six is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Blossom's this like, what... yeah, I'm, I'm closer to 20 now uh, than I am to 15. So I guess she's 17 and a half years old. This is what got me thinking about the whole trajectory of the TV show because they run down the last... They're like, my dad's getting married, and then we're gonna graduate, and then we're gonna go off to college. And I was like, "Well, that's it. That's the rest of the season. That's you said all the things. You, that's you imagine all, that's, the show did like really well this season, and we got like blossom the college, the years. fucking college years. And then we see. Well, that, what we I was gonna say that. before, what I was gonna say before, but you were like, nope, we gotta start the show. Was if the show had it continued, I don't think we'd be dreading doing the season because it would be written well enough to stay on television. That's a very good point they probably would have still been doing the things we loved about this show when we started. And that was the edgier, the more edgy stuff, the stuff that is yeah. worth talking if there was, about. If there was more blossom, it would be because the show was much better than it actually is. Cause I can, this here's what happens in this episode. Blossom. Nothing happens with blossom. No, it's just, I got a, a lot of notes that amount to nothing. It's just the, it's just the bachelorette party middle and then they get married and that's it. There's yeah. no like uh, in the next scene. Joey is eating a lot. Um, and then Joey makes a a joke about uh, how he's got to like keep fueling himself for lots of physical energy and then he's like speaking of which you got the honeymoon coming up so you should eat a lot like uh, I'm sure they wrote it better than I just reenacted he's mainlining ham he's just got a giant plate of ham and he's just fucking slamming (laughs) ham into his face he's not mainlining he's freebasing it he's He's put some ham into a glass pipe and he's heating it from the bottom yeah 
<laughs> Nick, Nick, Nick shows him the ring that he's got. Yeah, he makes, uh, he makes. I guess Joey's the best man because he gets Joey to to hang onto the wing, the ring until the wedding. So I guess that means Joey's the best man. Like we all know, Tony would be the best man. He's the oldest son. In this scenario where Nick has no friends, and of course it's a TV show, so like there's no. Remember that guy? Remember there? Like I guess it was season four. He met up with his old bandmate, and they decided to start a band again. Well, that's just it. That we're, character we're would make a better friends. best man in in reality. Yeah, like Nick should have friends. The show didn't even have enough money to have Buzz at this wedding. I thought about it though; wouldn't really they make didn't have that enough much money sense. to have Buzz at the wedding. They also didn't have enough money to like. I mean, it's a standard sitcom trope. Like they have the uh, spoiler alert uh, for the end of the episode. They have the wedding in the living room, um, which is just a sitcom thing. Like I'm sure if there was marriages, like like Bob Saget got married on Full House, right? And they probably did that in the living room uh, when he got married to whoever, or when uh, Uncle Jesse got married to Rebecca. They probably got married in the living room. No, they got there, married but... in Nebraska because oh, yeah, he was he was gonna t- he was gonna um, he was gonna parachute in and he gets stuck in a tree. And he gets put in jail. Oh yeah, <laughs> on his wedding day. Uh, Full House is better than Blossom. Full House, okay. Uh, Full House is not better than Blossom until this season. You when retelling he... Full House is better than Blossom. <laughs> I just when... laughed at you reminding me about Uncle Jesse's wedding. And the, I can remember vividly what happens. Joey's in prison. He's worried about his hair, and he's like, "I got to get to my wedding." And they're in somewhere where like tomatoes are like the fruit of choice or vegetable of choice. And the guy's salting, salting a tomato and eating it. And I remember that so much more vividly than I'll even remember ever that ever seeing. This remember, episode. remember, remember how on Full House, like Uncle Joey had his own like kids show. Um, and that was just basically him doing his Bullwinkle impression. Uncle. Yeah. Uncle uh, yeah. Joey. Yeah. Joey. Yeah. And but yeah, the, 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 his kid show had the jackalope on it. Right. And well, then he remember had the character how... with the same voice as the jackalope from America's Funny. Oh, Oh, was it? I thought it was the actual jackalope. Because then I remember watching, like, there was America's Funniest People. Because we had America's Funniest Home Videos. We still have that. That show was still on the air. Uh, but Bob Saget hosted it back in the 90s, for anyone who doesn't remember that time. But then at 8.30, after America's Home Videos, we had America's Funniest People. With Joey and I Connie Katane. They went around to, like, malls yeah. in different cities in America and got people to do funny shit. I don't really was, remember like, YouTube. that well. But there was, like skits with the jackalope which was a stuffed rabbit with antlers taped to his head it was like youtube before youtube i guess that's what america's funniest home videos was as well but yeah that's america's funniest people like was america's literally funniest home videos like a, it blows my mind that it still exists because like we have youtube like who's watching america's funniest home videos people that only have not terrestrial me. cable like not me yeah and that's their whole Our shit they have or just I like i can't believe it's in its 36th season let's keep oh watching. i don't even know if they show it on like abc or it was abc i don't know if they even but it's still in the same time proper. slot it's like sunday night at eight o'clock on abc i bet it's still there and uh you know what I, let's let's next week let's do a live stream blossom buddies podcast except instead of blossom we're going to talk about america's funniest home videos live on the air i was actually going to ask you if sunday. you wanted to do that and do an instagram live version of blossom buddies but we get we would get some viewers people would pop in and be like huh it happens maybe I guess so. Yeah, let's. Uh, we can talk about that after this episode. Um, yeah, because we have uh, a lot of nothing to talk about for the next thirteen minutes. So let's well, get just that. just one more one more thought about the America's Funniest Home Videos thing is they're onto their third host, and it's Carlton. Carlton Alfonso Ribeiro is the host now. Yeah, it's not that uh, like he was even so- wider than Bob Saget guy that was doing it for like fifteen years. Tom Bergeron. 
Yeah, that's it. No, not Tom Bergeron. Tom Bergeron was, remember the movie The Substitute, where he was like a, uh, I don't know, like a CIA agent or like some army guy who like pretended to be a substitute teacher. No, you're thinking of Tom Berenger. That's Tom Berenger. Tom Tom Berenger and Tom Bergeron, they shouldn't be allowed to have such similar names. (laughs) Tom Bergeron's (laughs) from uh, uh, the new Hollywood squares from the 90s. And then he got... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, okay, we're on the same page. I'm on yeah. the trolley. Yeah. No, Tom Berenger played uh I think he played fuck. I think he played Raid. Substitute. No. Yeah, he, he was the movie. substitute, but he was he he was in one of the like the newer Mortal Kombat. I think he was in the Chun Li movie. Oh, it was the, the bad Street guy, Fighter, the second Bison. Street Fighter movie. Yeah, he the, the one that's just Chun Li. Yeah. I don't know. Raul Julia was in Bison, but only for the Ra- first Raul Street Raul Julia, movie. yeah, was the original. And he then, was fucking incredible. Yeah, and that new Chun Li one, that second one, that was um, Kristen Crook, who was Chun Li. Yeah, who is now Chinese. She's just um, uh, that movie she's sucked. Like First but Nation, it, half First Nations, half white. I think it sucked it be mostly because it was based on like Street Fighter Alpha, which like nobody played. And it's like, no, why are you making a Chun Li movie and putting in a, a bunch of like? No, I feel like, like she... Vegas in it. Vegas in it, which is kind of cool, but like Vegas cool. Yeah, I feel like she. Um... Like Chun Li's storyline is, in my opinion, the coolest storyline of Street Fighter. Like she's an undercover spy who's trying to take down the Shadowloo from the in inside. the video game. Yeah, in the video game world. But when she's just like a cop, and it's a movie about a cop who does a kick. That was a terrible fucking movie. But like, so was the first Street Fighter movie. <laughs> like, I feel kick. like the Chun Li one was equally. I don't feel it was better or worse than the original street fighter movie it's just that the original one had bigger stars in it well the original one also follows street fighter 2 like it actually has the likeness of the characters that's true can we both agree that all the mortal kombat movies are better than all the street fighter movies i would say that all of no this is a whole other podcast dude (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. i can street fighter (laughs) the movie and mortal kombat the movie to me are like equally awesome because of nostalgia and because I got a lot of the characters right. However, Mortal Kombat Annihilation <laughs> 2 leans way too hard, way too hard into the characters and there's no like story. Oh yeah, the the second Mortal Kombat movie sucked. And and That's Street right. There's a new one. I, have you seen adventure. the new Street or the new Mortal Kombat movie yeah, that came I out like a month ago? I hated it. I hated it. I've not seen it. I did not care. And for then it. there it's was they had that like mini series for Machinima or whatever. That that was awesome, and that's the reason that why great. this Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat movie got made. But they didn't. I think it's even by the same people. But they didn't. I don't know. They they focused more on dumb stuff and tried to make do all this world building to make like a MCU kind of thing going on with it. You know what I don't like is how they're doing that with the Mortal Kombat games. They have yeah. that like uh, Justice League like story mode. Where I do like, you still have the tower mode. You can still pl- just play Mortal Kombat tournament like it's an arcade game, which I appreciate. But then there's the story mode where it's just like when they rebooted in a Mortal Kombat. You don't get to choose 9. your character. Yeah, yeah, it's, Mortal Kombat nine, ten, and eleven. They're doing it. Yeah, with all of them, and they're yeah. they're good games. It's just like why are you why are you leaning so hard on the story? Like Street Fighter's never the story in Street Fighter games. Well, I guess yeah, Street Fighter four and Street Fighter five kind of do the same thing where there's a story throughout the game, but it's mostly just like, here's the ending of the game. Not that you've beat it. And we'll tell you what the story was. And here's That's the story of this game story. <laughs> yeah. So then there's a bachelor. We're back to Blossom. There's a bachelor party and a bachelorette party. And just who cares? Okay. Okay. There. I know. Who cares? But here's some stuff I did want to talk about in this episode. Yeah. So overnight, they changed Kennedy into a tomboy. 
Yeah, um, which yeah, I she thought was comes really in weird. dressed like grunge. She comes in dressed like Joey circa season three. And it, I found the, that a really the sweater weird, around her waist. A really weird thing to do because she was literally they got rid of the dog. The dog's not in the show anymore. And was just there for one episode. He was going to be a recurring character, and maybe he'll show up again, but uh, not this week. No, um, she's now a tomboy. She's she's ner- nervous about being the ring girl, but not because she's nervous about being the ring girl. She's nervous about the being girly. a girl. That has a different connotation in 2021 because that's some gender identity stuff. That's that's like I mean, we can agree right that now. Blossom was not very forward thinking. No, I mean, it was the 90s. They weren't going to anticipate like the gender politics of the 20s. I agree, but that's weird that they're dealing with this. I remember Al on Step by Step. She was a tomboy and it was the same kind of thing. And all the jokes were about how she was a lesbian. Yeah. And then remember the older brother on that show. And then like they never had a step by step reunion because he went to jail for being like a pedophile or something or a rapist. One of those things. The the like tall, dumb guy who was kind of like, um, like the, fucking what's this in Encino van. man? Yeah, the one who lived Cody. in the van. He was a per- Cody, he was a yeah. sex pervert. Oh man. Yeah, he turned out to be like some kind of sex pervert. And that's why there was never been a step-by-step uh movie or reunion or whatever. Because it was a popular show. Patrick Duffy, Suzanne Summers. Suzanne yeah. Summers looks exactly the same as she did in 1996. So that's pretty fucking crazy. It's almost 30 years ago. It just goes um, to show that like some people like well, like there is good plastic surgery out there. You just yeah. don't notice it. Or you got to maintain it too. I feel like is a real thing. People that don't maintain their plastic surgery, that's when it gets all weird and and puffy. They start look like uh, they're melting. Courtney Cox took her plastic surgery out. She was just like, "This was a bad idea," and like got rid of it. Which I guess is a thing you can do. Does she look like a real person now? Uh, I think she looks better than she did like like ten years ago. She was looking melty. She looked terrible. She looked like a plastic person, but I think she looks better now. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Blossom. We get a scene um, with Tony and Shelly where they discuss the 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 dynamics the of a party. wedding party in a yeah. in a bachelor party, and Tony is straight insecure about them her talking about him, which is on character. Yeah, it's on character because uh, he's the most insecure person in a sitcom ever. Ever, but it's still fucking stupid. Uh, um, then we get the, the bachelor, bachelor party. party we have Carol's ex husband there for some fucking reason. Like, I guess because he's come all the way from Scotland, it's just like, all right, like come to the party. I remember. I'm going to go off on a bit of a tangent here that's related. Like when my sister got married. A, my sister was married for two and a half months. Um, so I mean, her marriage lasted longer than Britney Spears, but that was about it. Um, but like, she was getting married, and I, I wasn't a big fan of her groom to be. Um, but then like the wedding parties got put together and I was like, not invited to be in the wedding party. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm your brother. Like, you, like Kevin's not going to have me be in the wedding party. So my sister, I think she like feigned being upset. She was like, oh my God, really? He didn't invite you to be in the wedding party. And like, so she made her groom, like invite me to be like a groomsman. And then like his bachelor party was so fucking awkward. Like we went to turtle jacks and got some wings and like water down, which is just like a, it's near Burlington, like between Burlington and Hamilton, kind of. Um, and then, like, went back to his friend's place to play Call of Duty Two on Xbox. And I was just like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go home now. This is wait, the wait, worst wait, bachelor party ever. Like, wait, well, wait, back here. it up. So she's, <laughs> she's my age. I'm a couple of years younger than you. My sister's uh, born in '85. Is that, yeah, that's we're the, the same age. Yeah. yeah. So, her, I assume she married somebody her age. 
I don't like. I think he might have been a year, maybe two years older than her, but yeah, pretty close to her age. But we're, how long ago did she do this? Like ten years ago? Yeah, roughly. This was two thousand eight. So you got a twenty-five-year-old man getting married, and he takes you to Turtle. I assume this is just—is this a strip club or a wings place? Turtle uh, Turtle Jacks is a, a wings place. Okay, so, like a, so he doesn't. Him and his wings. boys aren't even like, let's go see some titty. You know, there is no no, which is fine. Like not every which is fine to go to a strip club. I agree, but. You live in Mine Toronto. Didn't. Oh, Toronto's close. Yeah, didn't, did, did you, you I'm trying to remember, you came to my bachelor party. We just went to a bunch of bars and like got some pizza and drinks. Yeah, but you were rode there. off. You were rode off after like one bar. Yeah, I, we tried to keep going to more bars and I was just like, I am, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot okay. For my bachelor party. I don't remember. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. I rented a place out and had people do a roast of Jason Phillips. Mm-hmm. And then we partied until 7 a.m. It's pretty good. I believe at my bachelor party, you and Joel were wrestling on a playground at one yeah, point. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. There were also strippers involved in mine, but don't tell my wife because I told her there weren't. But Jacob and... Don't tell her, tell her not to listen to the podcast anymore. Like. Yeah. She listens to this podcast occasionally. So years down the road, she'll be like, wait a second. I think she figured it out by now, though, that we did go to, we did go to Ralph. Uh, it's been too long. If there's like a, there's a statute of limitations on these things. Like, yeah, it's fine. She already married you. It's true. She can't unmarry me. That does. That's not no, allowed that's... under the Christian religion. <laughs> Speaking of Christian are... religion, we go back and forth between the bachelor party and the bachelorette party. And spoilers, they're both dumb. The bachelor party. That's yeah, one of those, those sitcom arguing. tropes where, like, we we go back and forth between the bachelorette and bachelor party. The bachelor like party is just them arguing, and Nick trying not to fucking murder everybody for everything they say. At one point, Joey everybody is like, just Carol's ex husband. Like, it's I I get he came over and Joey because Joey lost the ring. Oh yeah, Joey lost. Nick the ring. also lunges. He deserves at, to be like, killed for that. Stra- strangle lunges at him as well. But also at the bachelorette party, Nick is like, "Hey, Joey, bust that ring out so everyone can see it." Like, why? Assuming. Joey's not an idiot and didn't lose a ring. Like, why would anyone bring the ring to the bachelor party? You would put that in your drawer in your nightstand or some other safekeeping place until the ceremony. The correct response from Joey, if he hadn't lost it anyway, would be like, uh, I didn't bring the ring to the fucking bachelor party. Yeah. Goddamn idiot. But he lost it. Anyway, like Joey lost the ring and Nick wants to strangle him Homer Simpson style. <clears throat> and then uh, at the bachelorette party, they just talk shit about men the whole time. Uh, and then they they also wonder what they're doing back at the bachelor party, assuming they're just looking at girls. They do Google one girl, but back at the it's bachelor just, it's party, just a girl in a restaurant. They're just at the they're standard just slamming cigars. Scene. They're slamming just slamming cigars. cigars. Uh, I did like the touch that they all were smoking cigars, but Tony did not drink the wine. Oh, I did not notice that. That's that is a good touch. I also noticed uh, earlier on that Tony was definitely drinking like a glass of Pepsi. Yeah. He had one of those like straight soda glasses at a restaurant. He was not so that's so, like that touch. Uh now we go to Blossom's room. Maddie's talking shit to Blossom about Carol. I fucking hate Maddie so much. Blossom's mom. He's the worst. I'm just like uh, Yeah, I just I all I wrote down for that scene was Maddie asks Blossom about Carol, but like now I don't remember all the specific hatred that I had for this scene. Cause like I hated it. I was just like, Maddie, you're still the worst parent. What I like was, was it this episode later on, or maybe it was the next episode? 
Um, so, and also, I just want to end this off by we'll saying that Blossom, Blossom just tells Carrot, with this kind of telegraphs next week's episode, but Blossom kind of tele- yeah. says, you know, I've gotten used to it. I really hated mm-hmm. the way that I used to hate her. Then we're in the living room. We get a little back and forth with uh, Joey and Nick about the uh, ring. Nick's writing his vows. Uh, Nick tells him to find the fucking ring or I'll murder you into a million pieces. And then yeah. Joey's like, like, well, where, where do I like, find it? Oh, where you're going to find it? And you're going to say, there it is. Whoa. Like Nick does a Joey impression. Of and whoa, spoilers, during like. the ending credits. Uh, no, it wasn't even during the ending credits. No, it's part of the main episode. Yeah. He finds it and he's like, whoa, there it is. Oh, oh, oh dad was right. I was going to say, oh, yeah, whoa, it's, it's literally it the next scene. Uh, Joey's in the kitchen. It's 2 a.m. He's got the whole place torn apart. Kennedy comes in. She's like, I was I was nervous about being the the flower girl. So I stole the ring. So the wedding didn't happen. You selfish little questionably British girl. Yeah, I still don't. I still think her accent might be put on. She seems like she's struggling. Is, she's got marbles in her she's mouth. She's like five years old, but like that's true. She does remember all of her lines. It seems like, yeah. Uh, um, let's see what else happens. Uh, the wedding he happens. Does pull the, he does pull, but he does pull the ring out. And he does say "woe" as the prophecy foretold. Mm-hmm. Um, prophecy. They're still leaning into the tomboy thing, and that's what I wanted. Does she grow up to be trans? We'll never find out. We'll um, never find out. I looked. At, I looked up the actress again, and like, yeah, she hasn't done a lot. Most of her stuff was done before the year two thousand. Yeah, um, so she always actor. was just a kid actor. She never. She she's never hooked was on really smack an adult now. actor. She's hooked on sugar smacks. <laughs> Can't get enough of that sugar, Chris. It's heroin. You're all over. Um, <laughs> Nick wants his kids' <laughs> blessings. Joey calls Nick old and Carol hot. And then there's this live long and prosper joke that I. Seemed like an inside joke, but I don't really get. I don't know. The whole the whole joke crux of the episode was Nick pacing and saying, okay, and then getting ready to talk and then saying, okay. I thought he was going to kick yeah. them out. I thought he was going to be like, down, by the okay. end of this season of Blossom, you are all to move out of my home. I'm sick and tired. But he just wanted their blessing. He's just like, by the end of this sentence, I will ask you, could you please give me your blessing? It doesn't make any, like, you should have got it probably, like, before you proposed. Uh, before the day, the before, day the before, before the wedding, wedding. would have been yeah. <laughs> a little bit better, I'd say. Um, but it's a sitcom, and these things uh, happen. It's and true. Also, like, so, like, I mean, objectively, or maybe subjectively, in my opinion, uh, Carol's awesome. She's hot and uh, nice. Compared to Maddie, especially. Did you notice that, like, they yeah, look Maddie's similar, terrible. but it's like Nick traded in his he, ex-wife for a newer model and like yeah, did he that traded purposely. in like a gremlin for whatever is a better version of a gremlin she had a bad some example. she had some uh what's the, what's lydia's mom and beetlejuice's name oh uh mrs mrs deets mrs deets she had <laughs> that mrs deets hair going on for even like from the from the you know Catherine O'Hara version the fucking crazy like artsy fartsy like tall hair on one Damn, side that's a good like movie. almost like the uh almost like the something about mary jizz hairstyle but like frizzy mm-hmm. but like frizzy and red she looked ter- like maddie looked terrible in this episode i couldn't get over it they probably like did that early, on purpose early be like, Botox, look probably. like nick's making the right choice nick's marrying a, a better woman in every aspect uh the 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 woman who plays carol can move her whole face She's got good facial mm-hmm. expressions, and in this episode particularly, uh, Maddie didn't had like Botox face the whole time. Uh, yeah, she's got good facial expressions. She dresses well. She gets along well with everybody. 
Um, in the next episode, she has some weird She's OCD crippling quirks, o- OCD. <laughs> okay, uh, I but think not that's this everything. Episode. They get married. That's everything. Uh, the, they get married. Uh, hold on, I'm just gonna go through my notes because I might have had something to say. Oh yeah, six. They all had the bang Joey. Yeah, they all had the um, internal oh, I wrote down Carol's. Carol's. Yeah, they did. I think they did that at at Tony and Shelley's wedding too, Tony, right? Where they went yeah. around and had everyone's internal monologue. Um. Uh, Six and Blossom both want to marry Keanu Reeves. I wrote down that Carol's neck is a bit weird. Like when they were <laughs> Nick and Carol were facing each other, like she had this weird like bump in her neck. Like when you look at her front on, it looks fine, but like from the side, it's just like her neck looks like it's extra long in the back. Just it's roasting I'm just, everybody. I'm just roasting her. I mean, if we were doing a uh, Comedy Central roast of uh i guess her name is now carol russo if she takes nick's last name i would just be like hey you ever notice how carol's neck is kind of long in the back you ever notice how you ever <laughs> notice how she does this, she's a stinky further mm. um so yeah i wrote that i know buzz is written off at this point but him not being at the wedding seemed kind of weird but then i thought about it and it doesn't really make sense for him to be there when did he's he not die, he's not related like... He's not related I mean, to anybody in, in the actual true. wedding. That's true. Um, right. I also wrote six is a pervert because she's thinking about what Joey has on under his tux. I did That's like the fine. Scottish, the dad, Kennedy's dad. I did like him singing a little, I don't have to pay alimony song in his head anymore. Yes. And then I wrote that down. I wrote down that that was my favorite joke in the episode. It's just yeah. like of all the jokes, like it's just the ex-husband being glad he doesn't have to pay alimony anymore. That was the most, but then Kennedy. I don't want to say also, relatable because I'm not in that position. But but then Kennedy like, also it, being like, I wonder why Daddy's so happy. He must not have to pay alum. He must be because he doesn't have to pay oh, yeah, alimony yeah, anymore. Too. Oh no, uh, Bernard Hughes died in 2006, so he was still alive. They could have had him in this episode. They couldn't afford Bernard. But Hughes. You're right. I also wrote down Nick makes fun of Steve Gutenberg. So Nick's internal monologue, he was like, "I'm the luckiest guy in the world, even luckier than Steve Gutenberg." Which I just feel like the mid '90s was a time to make fun of Steve Gutenberg because this was around this time when The Simpsons had the Stonecutters episode, where the song goes, "Who makes Steve Gutenberg a star?" We do, as if like it's uh, Steve Gutenberg is just uh, talentless. He, which I don't think he. he I think just like in a lot of movies, he was so easy to make fun of, but like he's funny. Like Police Academy wouldn't have been the movie it was without him. And uh, what else was he in? Cocoon. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think Steve Gutenberg is one of those actors that was everybody was like, "How the fuck did this guy get in movies?" It happens all the time. It does happen all the time, but like if you look at it, like if you compare Steve Gutenberg to say me, like I mean, I'm a fairly funny person, but there's no way I could have carried a Police Academy movie. I mean, if your whole life's work was acting, you probably could have. It's true. You know what? I'm gonna start over. You start over now. I'm gonna start over. <laughs> I'm gonna make a revival, uh, Police Academy revival, where I'm gonna Police play, Academy 19, uh, the Academyist. The this Academyist. one's for the Academy. Uh, we get a Police during Academy credit scene and where it. Kennedy and her new friend, uh, I think Frank. his name is Frankie, they're just eating the cake that she promised him at the beginning. So at least the post, the during credits are linked to the pre, the Wrap cold open. Up. Yeah. Two woes, cool. no hats, no lesson. Uh, was there a lesson? Oh, of course, there was. There's no, no more lessons. lessons. Season five. There's no more lessons. There's no lessons. The lesson was like, 
don't count your chickens before don't count your chickens before they hatch who fucking feel like yeah like season five they're just like you know what let's just get through this uh we i can't be bothered writing a lesson for these goddamn episodes anymore how many minutes do we have left on the clock oh we're way we've blown way past uh the limit but we were in the middle of talking so i just thought we would keep going and push through Uh oh (laughs) well in my opinionation Uh, fuck this show and fuck this episode yeah let's uh, uh we'll continue talking about how much we hate blossom in the next episode so it's true we'll next see week. we'll see you next week you can bye. find us on social media bye if you want to, if you want to. <laughs> bye